Welcome to the Fit Vegan Podcast, the show where we help you live your leanest and healthiest life on a whole food plant-based lifestyle. This is where you'll learn how to thrive on plants, disease-proof your body, and unlock your true inner potential. My name is Maxim Sigoin. I am a former triathlete, bodybuilder, and powerlifter. I have been vegan for nine years and have coached over 300 vegans to completely transform their bodies and their health. I'm excited for you today to listen to this episode. Let's get into the show. All right. Good morning, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Fit Vegan Podcast. This is actually a special episode because it is episode 100. I can't believe that we're already 100 episodes in. I can't even remember when I started this podcast, but it was just off a whim because some of the members um, asked for it. And here we are 100 episodes later. And so I just want to take this opportunity to say a massive thank you for all the love and support you guys have provided over the past. I think it's been over a year, a year and a half now with the podcast. It, it really means a lot. And, and your support and love is tremendously appreciated uh, because as you know, I'm on a mission to help the world get lean, thrive and disease proof their body so that no one has to go through what people with cancer go through. And so I just wanted to, to say a massive thank you for that. So in honor of, of basically being episode 100, we also celebrated another milestone, which is it's been two years since I've created the Fit Vegan Blueprint program. Um, I've, I've done some coaching in the past, but it's been two years since I started the Fit Vegan Blueprint program. And it's been amazing because we've been able to help over 350 plus members. We've been able to work with people from over 20 different countries. And I believe the math that I made was like over 11,000 pounds lost total. And so it was just big, a, a big milestone two weeks ago. That's when I did my trip to San Francisco with my girlfriend. And so it was just a beautiful time. And I wanted to share some of the top five lessons that I've seen that has helped our member the most, right? The the top five lessons that have provided the most value for our members and that have been the, the best bang for their buck in terms of time and effort. So I, want to, I wanted to give that to you um, in case you're on your own transformational journey on your own, whether that is you want to build muscle, whether that is you want to get leaner, whether that is you want to completely flip your health around and become the healthier version of yourself, whether that is you just want to become a better version of yourself and a better, any fitter version of yourself. Um, these five principles will be uh, applicable to you because those are core fundamentals of transformation, right? So lesson number one, it all starts with mindset, right? And I'm going to go deeper into this, but I really want you to understand that even if you have the best workout plan in the world, even if I make you the best meal plan in the world and I give you the best structure in terms of accountability, unless you have the mindset to do the hard things when you don't want to do them, when it is inconvenient, then you won't do them. And so therefore, the number one thing that is important it is for you to be able to consistently show up. And that comes down to mindset. And that mindset, you need to build a resilient mindset. And how do you build a resilient mindset? There's two different ways. One of them would be just through life beating you up, right? I'm sure all of you that are listening have had hard life experiences that have made you mentally tougher. And you know, I can pretty much um, guarantee you that a lot of those life experiences were very unpleasant and unwanted, right? And if you could have had things differently, you probably would have chosen differently. But there's a way for you to build mental resilience without waiting for life to punch you in the face, <laughs> basically. And some of those two ways are, the, the first one is, is very simple, strength training. Strength training is a perfect way and a controlled and safe way for you to push the boundaries of what you mentally think that you can accomplish, right? 
working out, we'll put it at working out because sometimes we think that we can't run five kilometers. And if you go out and you have to run five kilometers to save your life, you will run five kilometers and 10 kilometers and 20 kilometers and a full marathon and an Ironman if you want to, right? So training is a way for you to build mental resilience in a controlled manner because you can always stop the training. You can always stop running, stop swimming, stop biking, but it is a perfect way for you to push your boundaries in a safe manner. And then my personal favorite is through cold exposure, right? I talk often about ice bath, cold showers. That is because there's two principles in a cold shower that are going to allow you to build mental resilience. And the number one is that you have to step into uncomfortability, right? So you have to step into the cold shower. You have to step into the ice bath. And the second point is you have to stay within the uncomfortability. So that means that once you're in the cold water, the shower, the bath, you have to stay in it willingly and enjoy the pain that comes from that because it's never pleasant. I've been taking cold showers every single morning for the past seven years almost, and um, it's never fun. It's I still hate it every single morning, but I just do it because it's a part of my routine in the morning now, and I know the benefits that it brings to my life. But cold exposure is a great way to build mental resilience because, again, it is safe. You can simply step out of the water, step out of the cold shower if you wish to, and it's a, it's very it's free. Basically, you just got to pay for the cost of your water for your shower. And it's a perfect opportunity for you to challenge your mind in a way that won't hurt your body, right? I feel like I thought about this. If you take a really, really hot shower to the point where it would be painful, like you can burn your skin, but you'll never take a cold enough of a shower or an ice bath to freeze your skin. Cause I've sat in a tub of ice for 15 plus minute and my skin was fine. So Cold therapy is an opportunity for you to step into something uncomfortable and stay in something uncomfortable. And you learn really quickly that in order to be able to do these things, you have to manage your breath. If you let your breath take control of you, you're going to hyperventilate, you're going to get anxious, and you're going to freak out. You learn that when you step into these hard environments, you have to control your breathing. And the same thing goes in life. When there's a hard thing that comes into your life where life punches you in the face, you get a bad news, there's a last minute emergency, your breathing is going to shorten because you're going to start freaking out. If you can bring awareness to that and control your breathing, you're going to gain a lot more control, composure, and you're going to be able to make a a proper response to that event versus a reaction. As you guys know, big fan of mental resilience. I cold shower is my number one way to do that. I actually have my my fit vegan coaches uh, take cold shower every morning. We have a little um, group chat for our fit vegan coaches and we text each other the frozen emoji every single morning when we take a cold shower. And so far we got a streak going um, and eventually, eventually we're going to get the whole fit vegan team enrolled into that conversation. But yeah, basically holding each other accountable to those cold showers. So that is the number one lesson is to build mental resilience, because if you can build mental resilience, gain control over your mind and your emotion and learn to be responsive instead of reactive, it's going to be a lot easier for you to show up for your workouts in nutrition, nutrition, and which are the two main key actions that need to happen in order for you to transform your body and your health, right? Building mental resilience, point number two is our members that are successful understand that they need to show up consistently. And they understand that they won't want to show up every day. They understand that it's not going to be perfect every day. They understand that it's not going to be convenient every single day. And so what I tell my members is if you feel like 10% that day, I expect you to give 100% of that 10%. If you feel 50%, give 100% of that 50%. If you feel 100%, give 100% of that 100%. Always give 100% of whatever you got. If you got 1%, give 100% of that 1%. 
all that matters is I need you to show up and give it your all because consistency does compound. You cannot compound 0%. You can compound 1%. You can compound 2% up to 100. But you cannot compound 0%. All right. So that's the lesson number two is show up consistently and give 100% of whatever you got. I just shared a beautiful post on my Instagram story from one of our, uh, Celine, one of our Fit Vegan members. And there's it's a photo of her in her bedroom with her clothes on the bed. It's a little bit messy, but she's like, my daughter was this. I locked myself into my room because I had an hour to myself to do my workout for me. And she understood that it was. it's not about things being perfect. It's not about the timing being perfect. You have to make the time. You have to take the time for you and prioritize yourself, right? So her partner was watching her kids. I'm going to preface that. But she took that time for herself, right? So that is point number two, giving 100% of what you got. Point number three, And this is one that I see that the fitness industry messes up for a lot of people. And it's potentially why a lot of you guys have struggled to lose weight in the past. And that is simply because we're utilizing unsustainable approach. So the third lesson is you want to use sustainable approach for your training and nutrition. What I mean by that is training and eating in a way that you see yourself sustaining for the rest of your life. If you hate what you're doing. If, for example, you hate car, if you hate running for your cardio, then don't run. I hate running too. And if I don't want to run that day, I don't run. I can go swim. I can go bike. I can go play basketball. I can go do a lot. I can go rock climbing. I can do, I can go hiking. I can do a lot of other things. You can go rollerblading. You can jump on a trampoline if you want to, right? I had some members do that in the past. You can do whatever you want as long as you enjoy it. So for your training, the only caveat I'm going to give to that is you need to strength train at least three times a week. Now, if there's some of you that are like, I hate strength training, Maxim. I don't like going to the gym. I don't like lifting heavy weights. Hear me out. You don't need to go to the gym. First of all, you can strength train at home, right? That solves that issue. But the other thing is you need to strength train in order to help your body build lean muscle. Yoga won't do it. Running won't do it. Swimming won't do it. You need to strength train, right? From an immediate transformation standpoint, you need to build lean muscle. In order to build lean muscle, you need to tear those muscle fiber, and you're going to do that through strength training. The other part to that, it's a, that is that it's a bone-bearing activity, so it's going to make your bones stronger, right? So maybe right now, you don't care about having your bones stronger, but when you're 67 years old, you don't care very much about your bones being stronger, and that starts now. You need to strength train because it's a bone-bearing activity activity. It's going to help make your bones stronger. And also as you get older, you lose more muscle mass. So you want to make sure that you strength train so you can stay healthy for the rest of your life. The third part to that is we hate things that we suck at. And so if right now you suck at strength training, right? And basically what I mean by that is you're not used to it. Your body hasn't been accustomed to that stress and those types of movement pattern. And you go to the gym and you feel uncoordinated and you don't feel like you're in control of the weight and your body hurts a lot. Give it a few weeks. After those few weeks, you're going to start to feel stronger. You start to feel in control of those movements. And then you're going to start to like it. I promise you, we hate things that we suck at and we love things that we are good at. And so you're going to get better at strength training. You just need to give your body a chance to become coordinated and to gain control of that movement and become stronger, right? That's why it's important to have a coach to make sure you learn these movements the right way because you can do a squat all weird with your back bend, your knees going inside, not going down to 90 degrees, and you're going to hurt yourself. So that's why it's important to have a coach to guide you and make sure you do those movements properly. But everyone, you're going to love strength training once you become accustomed to it because then you're like, oh man, 
I feel really strong now. Like I can really lift those things that I couldn't do before. I can push those things. I can carry my child and like the grocery in one bag and not have to worry about anything. All right. So yeah, that's how you make strength training needs to be a part of that sustainable approach. And the rest for your cardiovascular exercise, right? Not just for like cardio to burn fat, but for you to have a strong heart, right? Think long-term when you're 50, 60, 70, 80 years old, you're going to want to have a strong heart. You can have six pack in the, in the, in the tightest butt and biggest bicep ever. But if your heart sucks, you're going to die. You're going to die with a tight butt and big biceps, right? <laughs> Who cares? So you want to make sure that you're actually healthy for the long run. So for your cardiovascular exercise, like I said, if you hate running, don't run. There's so many other forms of activity. You, you can obviously run, you can bike, you can swim, you can rollerblade, you can hike, you can Whatever it may be, do the form of cardio that you personally enjoy and explore. You can go kayaking, paddle boarding. There's so many things. You play tennis, ping pong if you want to. Yeah, whatever form of cardio you want to do, just make sure you're enjoying it. And now on the nutrition side, that's where the fitness industry gets most people is there's always these new trends and fad diets of like, do this and you're going to lose 10 pounds in your first month or you're going to lose 30 pounds in one month. Again, those are very unrealistic number if we're looking at losing one to two pounds per week or two pounds is very much on the high end. Some people even say up to 1% of your weight per week. So if you're doing keto, right? We're just going to fall. Obviously, I'm a big fan of veganism. It's called Fit Vegan Podcast. I believe everyone should go vegan. It's the number one way to help greatly reduce your risk of cancer, disease, diabetes, and all these health conditions. Um, so if you're vegan and you're doing like vegan keto, or some people are doing carnivore diet, or some people are doing paleo or whatever new juicing thing that is out there, whatever it may be. Listen, the core principles are, if you're in a calorie deficit and you hit your protein, you're going to lose weight, right? That's simple. If you strength train, hit your protein calorie deficit, you're going to lose weight and improve your body composition. Now, how you fill those calories is the difference, right? Some of you are like, well, I tried keto and then I lost weight. I'm like, great. Well, what happened when you stop eating when you start eating carbs, you put the weight back on, you puffed up like a blowfish, right? So is you do or is you doing keto sustainable for you? Do you see yourself doing that for the rest of your life? If the answer is no, then don't do keto. Because if you do keto and you're in calorie deficit, and you hit your protein, you strength train, you're going to lose weight. But the thing is, once you stop the methodology that you are using, the weight normally comes back on. And so think of what is sustainable for me? How do I like to eat? And I'll just share personally. I love eating high carb meals. I love fruits. I love quinoa. I love bread. I love eating some popcorn. I love to have some treats. I love sugar, <laughs> even though I shouldn't eat that that much sugar. Like I love eating whole foods. I like to treat myself from time to time. But predominantly where I like to eat is carbohydrate heavy. And if you look at the science, the macronutrient split between your carbs and fat doesn't matter. Right. So if you eat whole food plant based, you're going to get some fats in there. I do throw some avocado, some nuts and seeds here and there. But predominantly, I eat high carbohydrate because that is what's sustainable to me. If I just naturally let myself eat, I'm going to be eating high carb. And so knowing that you have to be in calorie deficit, hit your protein, and then I like to eat high carb, I'm going to eat high carb because that is what's sustainable for me. And I'm a big believer that that's what it is for the majority of the population. But the majority of the population is carb phobic. If you're carb phobic, you don't want to eat high fat and then eat high fat, but it's not fun. It's not unsustainable. And then you're going to do it and then stop. I'm going to put some weight back on. So I'm telling you, yes, you can lose weight eating high carb during all, all the time. You can lose weight eating high carb. We're just going to leave it at that, right? If you think you can't, you can't. 
I, I challenge you on that. Send me a message on Instagram. I'd love to chat with you, right? I'll help you lose weight, gaining high carb. We have some of our members that were diabetic and that were scared of jumping on the program. We took care of that and that improved by eating high carb and more fruits, right? So you want to eat high carb because the high carb foods that are plant-based are the ones that contain the most amount of vitamins and nutrients, which is going to allow you to thrive. which is going to give all the building blocks for your body that it needs in order for you to thrive, have more energy and be healthy. All right. So the third point, just to reiterate it, is a sustainable approach to training nutrition. Make sure you're eating in a way that you enjoy. And if it's high carb, I can help you with that. If it's keto, I can't help you with that. If it's not vegan, I can't help you with that. So when you're vegan and high carb, you want to be healthy, you want to save the planet, you want to save animals live, and you want to actually thrive and be healthy and look like a fit vegan, then there's a link down below where you can apply for coaching or just send me a private message on Instagram that you're interested. And then for your training, same thing. It needs to be sustainable. You need to enjoy it. Point number four, right? There's only two points left is you need to accept that this, whatever work you're doing, that it'll become a part of your lifestyle forever. So if you jump on my program or any program, you're like, cool, I'm just going to do this for like three months or six months. And then when it's done, I'm gonna go back to my old ways. I just need to lose the weight for now. But the thing is, as soon as you, it's the habits, it's the habits are making you the person that can have this goal. So if you stop the habits, you'll lose the goal. And so the sooner you accept that training and eating healthy food will become a part of your life forever, the easier it's going to be for you to do the work and actually sustain it post-program. Because if you, I'm only going to do this for three months or six months, then once you're done, you're going to stop. And then you're going to have to eventually go back at it because you have put some weight back on. So the sooner you accept that this will be a part of your life forever, the easier it's going to be for you to do the process. And there's going to be less resistance to you doing the workout and the meal plan because you understand that all you got to do every day is show up. If you feel like absolute shit for a workout, give 100% of what that absolute shit is. I do it all the time. And that's why I'm so successful in my transformation. I'm easily able to maintain a lean physique, a healthy body all year round. Is because it's sustainable and I understand that I just got to show up. If I feel 10%, I give 100% of that 10%, right? So that was point number four, turn this into a lifestyle. And then point number five, this one is for those of you guys that are working with a coach. If you're not working with a coach, I highly invite you to work with a coach. I am a coach. I have coaches in my life. I have a coach that is helping me with my nutrition for my cut simply because I don't want to think of the process because I am in the process. When you are in the process, it's hard for you to make decisions based off the bigger picture because you are in the picture. And I understand this a long time ago, and that's why I've been able to be so successful in my finances, in my transformation, and in my businesses is having mentors and coaches of people that have done what you want to do and that will be able to see the bigger picture, which you can't see once you are in it. And so as far as you guys are point number five that have a coach, if you don't get one, is to trust the process. If you hire a coach, don't try to take the own transformation in your own hand. The reason why you brought on a coach is because, first of all, you can't see the bigger picture. Second of all, is that there is a lack of knowledge. So trust the coach, especially if you work with me. I All I do every day is research. All I do every day is learn, is learn, is sorry, read studies and make sure that I have access to the best knowledge, invest in the best people, in the best mentor, so that I can bring everything to my members, right? So if you hear of this like fat burner that like can help you lose five pounds in like the next two weeks, is bullshit. It's a supplement. It's not going to solve all your problems, right? 
I'm trying to help you turn this into a lifestyle so that you can lose the weight and keep it off after. So you need to be able to trust the process. That was a big lesson that I had to learn a long time ago when I hired my first bodybuilding coach. He told me my, when it, what my nutrition and training was going to be. And I was like, well, I heard that like if I do this for training, can I change this here, this here? He's like, hey, man, listen, you brought me on to help guide you there. I've done this hundreds of times. You've never done this in your life. So why do you think that you need to change a game plan when you don't even know what you're doing? I was like, all right, like, true. That's why I paid you. That's why I hired you. And so now I just shut my mouth. When I hire a mentor or a coach, I shut my mouth. I follow the instructions, right? Because I want my success to be dependent on me. So if my coach tells me to do something and I follow it at 100% and I don't get the results at the end, it's not my fault because I followed it at 100%, right? It's 100% the fault of the coach. That's why I make sure to hire the best of the best. And that's why I have for my promise for you that if you don't lose 20 pounds in your first 90 days, I'll continue working with you for free until you lose those 20 pounds because that's how confident I am that I can get you the transformation that you want or else I wouldn't have put that guarantee in place, right? I have nothing to lose to you joining my program because I know that I can get you there. And so point number five is to trust the process. So let me just reiterate those five points. One is you need to build a resilient mindset via creating a tough environment for yourself. So through your your training and through cold exposure. Second is to show up consistently, give 100% of what you got. Third is use a sustainable approach to your nutrition and training. Fourth is to turn this into a lifestyle. The faster you accept it's going to be a part of your lifestyle forever, the honestly, the easier it's going to be. And then point number five is to trust the process. And so I hope these points were valuable to you. And we have over, we've been able to help over 350 vegans and all, probably like honestly 40 to 50% of them went vegan to join the program from over 20 different countries in the world absolutely crushed a transformation. That's because of the methodologies that we use in the, in the way that we coach our members. We're very much focused on mindset, but also being understanding of everyone's journey and where they're at, right? If our, our members that don't succeed are the members that decided to drop off on their own, and that's after we've called them, emailed them, texted them, and messaged them, right? I really want all my members to succeed. It's the most stressful part of my life. It's not running three companies. The most stressful part is not having 10 different team members. It's my members not doing the work. I really want every single one of them to succeed because I honestly want everyone to see that they can have the body that they want because they understand that it's the 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 first pillar of building an amazing life. Once you convince yourself that you can, once you convince yourself and show to yourself that you can transform your body, you'll be amazed at the level of confidence that it gives you in other areas of your life. Okay, wow, what else can I take on now? Maybe I can better my relationship. Maybe I can change my career. Which talking about career, we're at, I believe, 15 Fit Vegan Tribe members that have quit their jobs to find a better job because they realized that the job that they were in was not serving their health and their higher purpose and what they wanted out of life. And that was all out of being in the program because they understood that they deserved better and all of them got better jobs after. All right. And so again, not a requirement for you to quit your job if you're going to join the program or if you're in the program. But I always thought that was an interesting fact because I believe that that's the kind of work we're doing for our members and for those of you guys that are listening is that showing you that you deserve a better life and that you deserve to be healthy and happy and fit. Everyone deserves it, especially if you're willing to do the work the right way. We're not going to use any unsustainable uh, methods with you. I want you to be happy. I want you to feel sexy. 
I want you to feel confident. And honestly, I've turned so many people away from the program because they're like, I just need to drop 20 pounds in the next two months. Like, I don't want to work with you. I don't want to. I'm not looking for clients. I'm looking for success story. And to me, a success story is someone that has transformed, built healthy habits, turned this into a lifestyle, and has reverse dieted to speed up their metabolism post-transformation to ensure that they don't put the weight back on ever, right? I don't want someone that's just going to lose weight because if they don't reverse diet, there's no point in you losing weight. So I'm just telling you upfront, whether you're going to work with me or any other coaches, if you're just going to do a fat loss phase, it's the stupidest thing ever. Don't do it as you need to do reverse dieting after. If you don't do reverse dieting, your metabolism is going to be so slow post fat loss because it, it just has to. We do have to create calorie deficit, increase your energy expenditure, and then you'll put the weight back on after. Then what was the point? of losing the weight in the first place. You put in all this time and effort. So you need to reverse diet. So for those of you guys who want information on that, again, there's a link down below where you can apply for coaching. You can just private message me on Instagram. Um, I do want to say again, a massive thank you everyone for all your support over the past two years of the Fit Vegan Blueprint existing. Massive thank you to all the members that have allowed to make this this amazing program, a possibility of being able to change hundreds of lives and hopefully thousands of lives in the near future lives in the near future. And I want to say massive thank you to all the current members and past members of the tribe. None of this would have been possible without you guys. And again, a big thank you to Jen for just starting all of this amazing, uh, mission driven business to, and just mission to, to help the world thrive and, and disease proof their body. And so I wish you guys all the best. Massive thank you for the love on the podcast. This is episode 100. I'm excited for episode 200 and 300 and 1,000. Um, and so if there's any special guests you guys want on the podcast, always feel free to let me know. I love talking, as you can tell. Uh, so hopefully you got some value from it and I wasn't too redundant. I uh, hope you guys have a beautiful day. And again, if you want some more information on coaching, you want to work with myself or just want to chat, feel free to send me a message on Instagram. I'm trying to get back to everyone as fast as possible. So thank you for listening, everyone. Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed the episode and you'd like to help support the podcast, please share it with others, post about it on social media, and leave a rating and review. To catch all the latest from me, you can follow me on Instagram at Lucky Segoin and on YouTube at FitVegan. Thanks again, and I'll see you next time.